everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 332. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijiron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I am Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigo Gami. And as you can tell, Ichigo's the only one that's bright and chipper because she's had um, crack. That's why. No, no, I've, I've gotten pizza, so I've been fed today, um, and I have no bloodlust. So, um, yay! And it's it's Halloween! Who can't be, like, who, who's upset about it being spoopy? And it's finally fall. Crack, pizza, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, there we go. We are live tonight, week of October 17th, 2017, here on the Vogue Network. We're here uh, live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, even though we're starting around 10. Apologies, the server was down. So special shout-outs to Bobby Blackwolf and Rob Roberts to getting the server back up and running so we can be here tonight. So thank you. And replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com where you can go in and log in and earn some uh, Vogue points. I'll tell you about that in just a bit. Uh, chat clients such as Merc, Edge Chat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. Chat room is Vogue, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash Vogue Network, where you can click on an IRC link that will bring you into the chat room if you have one of those clients. And we're also on Discord. You can find us at, at uh, VogueNetwork.com slash Discord. Click on that, and it'll bring you right into the chat if you have not logged in. So it'll be fun, and we'll have a grand old time. And like I said, uh, check-ins are live, so earn your Vogue points. And if you're listening on our podcast feed, there will be a passphrase somewhere in this episode. When you hear it, head on over to vognetwork.com and put it in and earn some Vogue points. So we're going to go around the room with how was your week? How was your day? Ari. Let's see. Well, today was payday, so... Mm, yeah, I haven't gotten through paying my bills yet, so... My money's just staring at me and my accountant mocking me. Uh, let's see what else. Um, I helped my friend close his pool finally this weekend. He had, you know, he had already, you know, half drained to put all the chemicals in it, the winterizing stuff. It only took us like 15 minutes to get the uh, big cover over the pool. Mm-hmm. And we had talked about like, like for some reason I just remembered it, like taking like so much longer like eating up like hours and hours of time like when we were kids and I had theorized that it was because there were a lot less people screaming at us you know either my, either one of my parents or my friend's uh, completely insufferable sister you know that sort of thing gotcha. but yeah we've been uh, doing it for for years now so we know what we're doing well, also nice. I had a uh, did something I haven't done before I made a uh, reaction video to in this case, to uh, Helsing Ultimate Eight, uh, Ultimate Bridge Eight, which uh, dropped this past weekend. I have to get and, around to uh, checking that out. What the original? Yeah, the original one. No, I have, like a bridge episode eight. Yeah, I posted my uh, reaction video on my 
personal Facebook page. Maybe I'll put, maybe I'll uh, repost it to the uh, Anime Jam session one later. Okay. But other than that, it's just work-related stuff. Okay, so cool. That's about it. All right. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, weekend day good. Uh, just trying to relax this past weekend, do a little bit of cleaning, mm. and then just a lot of work. I'm looking forward to my day off tomorrow. That's it? Yeah, I'm born. Alright, cool. Cool. Well, it works. Do what you gotta do. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? So, uh, if you've been following me on my various social media accounts, you'll know that I am on the road to RuffleCon. Haha, oh. not Ring of Fire Con, like I know some of you might think of, but RuffleCon, which is a fashion convention up in Connecticut. So, if you've been watching me on my various social media, I've been posting updates on sewing and all the other stuff that I do that makes my lovely intricate fashions come to life and um, basically all over geekdom and making us fancy. Uh, so I've been basically working on that and recently been watching a game playthrough of the newest Danganronpa piece from that series because I really enjoy that series but I never have time to play anything. Um, so it's been a lot of fun doing that but yeah. Uh, otherwise it's been pretty quiet. It's basically just been me being Gollum in my basement because the precious. So, so that's also, been my weekend. So that's also mean when it's time for, for dinner, uh, they just throw food down into your cave and be like, here! Yeah, yeah. Wow. One, one pizza to rule them all, huh. basically. <laughs> Very well then. Well, my weekend day has been fantastic. You sound pissed. No, I'm not. I'm not pissed. It's more amusing and cool and fun than anything else. Well, we'll start with uh, Thursday where I caught a red eye out to Denver, Colorado to Koi's wedding. And for those of you who know, who don't know, Koi is one of our, our awesome part-time staffers for Anime Jam Session. She handles the cosplay articles that you see on our site from time to time. Runs a blog, cosplay blog with a brain. And she's been on the show a couple of times, and we try to make sure that the system doesn't crash. So she finally got married to her boy toy on Friday, and it was amazing. And and here's something I think everybody would, would enjoy. She came out to the Imperial Star Wars March. Nice. That is my eventual plan. I thought that was great, and I said if I actually thought about it, since her wedding was on Friday the 13th, I would have sat in the crowd with a Jason mask on. So that was kind of, that was kind of fun. And I have to say, this is the first wedding reception I've been to where no one, there was dancing, but it, it didn't feel like you had to get up there and dance, because it was like really small amount of people. The bar was pretty much free all night. Well, I was told that some people had to pay, but every time I went to the bar, my drinks were free. So I, I whatever. I guess I meant to uh, tip the bartender or whatever. Yeah, and also, they don't do, I guess it might be, it's the venue. They don't do shots. They give you the cup with the shot with and there's ice in it. Huh. Yeah. And I have to say, this is the first wedding reception I've been to where they did not play Bon Jovi. 
Well, it's not in New Jersey, so. I I know, but I guess I said I guess it's an East Coast thing. But then again, because all I've done with weddings on the East Coast, and they've all played um, Bon Jovi. But um, I got back Saturday evening, no Saturday night, where it was like seventy-one degrees, and I'm sweating in my damn fleece jacket. Made it home, rested, and then got up early Sunday morning for the Love Live Encore's uh, Happy Party Train Tour. And I got there late, but I was able to get some decent, some good photos. I'm happy about that. And then yesterday morning, after a system update, my computer decided to keep crashing because of a faulty driver. Since I did not make a recovery flash drive, Guess who had to do a clean install of Windows this mo yesterday morning and afternoon and evening? You, you lucky dog. I know, right? I am so lucky. But, um... Let's see what else is going on. So, also last night, I went out to the... the, the I, I don't remember the full name, but um, the Friendship Tour, uh, Nerdcore Tour, with Mega Ran... MC Lars, um, Schaefer the Dark Lord, and MC Frontalot. And that was fun. And I will say this, if you really want to be buddy-buddy with MC Lars, go, go to his show and bring him like an Edgar Allan Poe action figure or something like that, because he loves Edgar Allan Poe. Awesome. I think if one of He is a pretty cool dude, I will not lie. But then again, Ichigo, don't they... Can't you get um, one of those... Um, Edgar Allan Poe action figures somewhere down in Baltimore. Yeah, I'm sure you can. Yeah. There's a lot of Edgar Allan Poe stuff. Well, because the gravesite is there. Yeah. Um, and frequently during Halloween, if you are an Edgar Allan Poe fan like myself, they also have the Raven, which is an actual Edgar Allan Poe themed bar, which is really cool. Um, or if it's not the Raven, uh, it might be the Annabelle Lee. I, I can't exactly remember he the name of the bar. He actually has a rap about the Raven and Annabelle Lee. Oh, that's so cool. But yeah, the Annabelle Lee, I think, is the bar. And it's really good. They have a drink called the Raven. I think that's what it is. Um, and they always have walkabouts. And there's even an impersonator that comes every, um, like, death anniversary of Annabelle Lee, you know, um, or, or the so Annabelle Lee or the wife of Edgar Allan Poe and basically, mm -hmm. like, puts a rose on her grave. And then he, they also come again when Edgar Allan Poe's death day was. So it's mm -hmm. kind of cool. Um, Baltimore has a lot of that kind of culture, okay. in it, and it's really neat. Yeah, when the when, when Baltimore found out they were going to get a football team, they, were, they asked the uh, people for submission on a team name, and about tens of thousands of people suggested Ravens as a t the team name. Sounds like a plan. And then tonight I ended up working late, and it was supposed to be just a, some extra stuff that had to be done. It went a little bit longer, and I just got home maybe about hour and 10 minutes prior so there i am throwing the entire playlist together i'm like okay done we're going can't connect to the server but like i said thankfully to uh bobby and rob we're up and running and we're good so and that's it uh quick programming note due to the fact that we started late we cut a couple of articles and there'll be no skype line tonight so we're just going to be rolling through so that and 
I have not had dinner and the wings are sitting on my kitchen or sitting on my stove and I want to watch tonight's NCIS because I have a shit ton of stuff to watch because I got to pack up the DVR and send it back because I got a new one. So I'm not trying to get panged for like an extra 60 bucks. So, <sighs> All right. So shall we go ahead and take our first break, y'all? Yeah. Yes, indeed. All right. So uh, let me readjust here and we'll be back.
Now, here's something interesting about that song, uh, Arizona Rhapsody, the opening theme to um, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Um, and on a side note, I think we can all cosplay from that series because I think there's a character for all of us. But who would I be cosplaying as? Fafnir, the angry butler. Yeah, yeah, Ari would be a good Fafnir. The angry butler who is good at video games. Oh, okay. Besides, you would look good in black and, and wearing sunglasses. Yeah, okay, it then. is more the goth angry butler. Yes. But um, whenever my friends, whenever they post like pictures from Miss Kobayashi or their cosplays, I always post like, the first line of the song, Choo Choo Yeah, because everybody knows it. And one of my other friends, Robin, responded with, I would follow up with the second uh, line, but I don't want you to think that I'm coming on to you. Now, mind <laughs> you, I don't know what the second line is. And she says, it's please me. And I'm just like, I know you're just kidding. So don't even worry about it. And now that I know that, hearing that at the end of the song, and I'm just like, oh. It's not supposed to be lewd, Ranma. It's a maid anime. I... Do not lewd the dragons. Do I no, don't lewd the lolly dragons. You can lewd the other ones. You can yeah. No, that's the rule. You don't ravioli ravioli. Don't lewd the dragon lolly. We know the rules, okay? What do I? Who do I look like to you, Momokun cosplay? Get the fuck out of here. Oof. That's right. Shots fired. Zero fucks given. Well, she's lewd Wario. So what else is there? So. Wow, <laughs> Ari, for your sake, I would not go looking for the pictures. Uh, trust me on this. I will take your word for that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, anywho, let's get down to uh, tonight's articles. And we can see in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, I wasn't the only one that went to uh, the Love Life uh, Course t Happy Party Train Tour. Uh, let's see. Let's look at tonight's articles. Um, now this is something that popped up. I'm going to give Amako-chan her props because she had it on the, on the list. But I saw it, like, this morning. So, and whatever plans I have for that Sunday, they're basically gone now. I, 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 I give, no, I give no, no fucks at this point. So... Yeah, I was thinking I'd really like to go, but you have to have a badge for the convention, yeah. and then it's $10 on top of that. Yeah, I just got to find out how to get a ticket since I'm going as press, so I got to find out what I can do. But It has right in, right on here, it has it. What? Um, if you go into the, uh, the thing that I linked to. Mm-hmm. Uh, down at, is it, yeah, where the about tickets is, mm -hmm. and click on premier tickets available. Okay, I see. I mean, I'll, I will pay. Fuck it, I'll pay to see this, but you know. And the best part is, it's the best time when people start. This is how you get people to stay late on a con on a Sunday. But what we're talking about is Full Metal Alchemist premiere. The live action movie. We are going to see it on November 19th. And I thought the movie was coming out in Japan in December. 
And if it is, yo, we got lucky. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. So pretty much, uh, Anime NYC is ha hosting the premiere. The tickets are $10. This is on top of your existing badge. Also, they will have the director of the movie, uh, Fumihiko Sori, there as a rare appearance to introduce the film and do autographs for the fans. And yes. The FMA movie is being released on October 25th hmm. in Do Japan. I double checked it because it says here that this will be the film's first screening in the U.S. ahead of its premiere in Japanese theaters later this year. Huh. Maybe. Um, it's premiering at the. It's the festival, opening yeah. film for the Tokyo International Film Festival. Yes. And it, then it will open in theaters on December 1st. Yes. There we go. The movie will premiere uh, if, uh, like, like Microsoft said on the 25th at the film festival and in theaters December 1st. It's, the movie has an all-star cast including Ryosuke Yamada who's Edward Elric, Tsubasa Honda, Winry Rockville, Dean Fujioka as Roy Mustang, and Yasuko Matsuyi, Matsuyuki as Lust. Japanese singer Masia performs the film's theme. She is an amazing artist. I like her. And I just realized what's also cool is to me Vic Mignon is going to be there, so I can get my other Edward Elric autograph on my PS2 game. It would be just fucking balls amazing if they also announced, oh, um, they get, the, they have the Japanese voice actress there, too. I'm just going to be like, I'm done. I am so done. I'll be kicking myself in the ass for not, um, for not doing, um, for not getting Maze Hughes done. Alright, so if you're going, I will definitely see you there. And autographs are free. But they'll be having more detailed information in regards to what they're going to do about signing details soon. Okay. Ichigo, tell us about uh, Love Live. For sure. For those of you who need to get your idol shtick on, uh, Love Live Sunshine, the real escape game, gets its image song or a theme song. The Love Live Sunshine real escape game, Koto no Suizoku-kan Kara no Dashutsu, or Escape from Isolated Islands Aquarium, ooh, fun, is getting its own image song. The song titled Kimi no Hitomi o Meguru Boken, uh, Features on the CD for the Yukiwa Doko ni Kimi no Mune ni, ending theme song of the anime's second season. Land has mm. began streaming on Wednesday, a video for the CD's release that previews both of the Aquas songs. The event's official website is also offering a preview of the song, alongside a special puzzle mystery and escape are keywords in the song. The CD will retail for about $12 US or 1,300 yen and ships on October 25th. So in a few days. Uh, the event cool. will bring participants to the Aoishima Marine Park, an aquarium in Numazu that previously hosted Love Live Sunshine events. And the game will run from March 19th to June 3rd. In this real escape game by Scrap, Players will use puzzle kits and voice guidance apps to explore the park and unravel the game's mysteries. Participants will reveal the will oh sorry will visit the real <laughs> Awashima Marine Park on Awa Island. In the experience's story, people will discover that the Aquas members are in trouble. 
The CD that they need for their performance in Tokyo the next day has been stolen. And in its place, they find a note that says they will have to solve a puzzle to uncover the hidden location and get their tracks back. The last boat off the island departs in the evening, and the idols are running out of time. Participants will help the girls find their music so they can perform the new season of Love Live Sunshine, premiered on Saturday. Awesome. Can't wait for that. Sounds like a really cute and super pure and wholesome, like, uh, little little game. So I'm, I'm excited for the people that will enjoy it. I wish I could go, but, you know, eh, things happen. All right. Uh, yeah, they need to start bringing some of that stuff here. Yeah, what they need to do is start bringing some of these anime, do it at cons, because I'll pay an extra 20 bucks on top of my badge for it. I know a couple mm -hmm. of cons have started doing this, but I'd like to see more. You definitely get more uh, people to come out to the convention. Mm-hmm. All right, um, Mako-chan, what's up with DigiCarrot and Broccoli? Okay, so yeah, uh, not so good news for the production company known as Broccoli. Uh, they own Utano Prince Sama, Digicharit, mm -hmm. and Galaxy Angel. Um, they reported last Friday that sales between March 1st and August 31st uh, had a decrease of almost 20% from the period the same period last year and their operating income uh has dropped a whopping uh 76.8%. Ow. Um operating profit from sales dipped 13%. Um yeah, the dip from 13.15% to 3.77%. Uh, so, yeah, um, not doing very well. See, I didn't even know that they did, uh, the Prince Summer one. I hadn't heard about them since, like, DigiCarrot and Galaxy Angel, you know. Oh, <sighs> I didn't know they did Psychic Force. That was a good OVA, which is sitting on my shelf so I'm wearing the back. Yeah, so, I mean... They've already had the U.S. subsidiary mm. closed down. Uh, that shut down in 2008. But it's looking like um, not a lot of people are buying this stuff. And maybe mm. it's just because it is older anime. It could be, but the Utah Prince, that one's a little bit newer, though. Well, most of it, though, is the style, too. The style is kind of vintage anime, so it's not as, I think, drawing to a lot of consumers nowadays. I, I grew up with Digikata, so, like, mm -hmm. it's got a special place in my heart. Ruby and Rose, Dejigo, and all them. Um, and then, of course, um, like, Pita Ten and stuff like that. That's That art style has, like, a deep place in my heart, but I think a lot of the kids now... I know, I'm such an old lady, an old <clears throat> curmudgeoned crone... Um, a lot of the the kids nowadays haven't grown up with that style of anime where it's like soft and not realistic as opposed to what is like now where it's kind of all the characters are soft, you know, um, or like soft shapes. Um, but yeah, that's what I think about it. Okay. Um... 
see if I was properly paying attention, uh, I would have given this to Mako-chan. But you know what? She could have the last article because I know that's her. That's her fandom right there. So, uh, am I right? Sure. Hmm. Ari, tell us about um this um what's going on with Kaido Kid. Uh, sure. Let me bring it up. Cool. Uh, this is the manga characters one? Okay. Yep, yep. Uh, Shogaku Khan's manga characters are getting in the Halloween spirit. The main characters of 10 series are dressing up as Magic Kaido's Kaido Kid for the publisher's Halloween promotion this year. A website for the command campaign opened on Friday. In addition to Magic Kaido, the manga participating in the project are Katakai, Jozun, and Takaki-san, Queen's Quality, Shisuju, Tachi, no Chinmoku, almost read that as Shitsuji. <clears throat> Koi Furu Colorful, Maude Oyasumi, Wagahai Waga no Heya de Aru, Neko de or Tero no Chiansan, Violence Action, Ingyo Hime no Gomen ne Gohan, and Kotaro Tori Garashi. People who buy designated volumes of seven of the series from certain bookstores in Japan will receive one Halloween campaign postcard for each volume. The project is offering a special sticker set for the line messaging and social media app. In addition, people who cosplay as Kaido Kid and tweet their pictures of themselves with the campaign hashtag have a chance to win one of five Halloween cards and a handwritten message from manga creator Gosho Aoyama. This for campaign ends on Halloween. Uh, for the first time in about ten years, Gosho Aoyama's Magic Kaido manga received a new book publication in July. Aoyama's Detective Conan collaborated for a live-action commercial celebrating the release of the Magic Kaido's fifth volume. So yeah, it's always fun seeing uh, characters dressing up as other characters. I mean, I, I have actually seen that before, you know, with different uh, manga artists uh, colliding like that, you know, outside of Halloween. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Halloween's the time where you primarily see it. Hmm. Okay, Mako, tell us about Tamagotchis. So, yeah, it seems like, you know, everything from our childhood is going through an anniversary phase. Tamagotchi is no different. Uh, it is Tamagotchi's 20th anniversary. And for that, Bandai is actually reissuing and re-releasing the original handheld Tamagotchi. Um... They're calling it uh, Keite Kita Chibi Tamagotchi, which is their back mini Tamagotchi. Uh, so they're actually um, bringing back the same graphics, the same face plates, but at about half the size. So they're going to be little mini things. Uh, the U.S. is actually slated to receive them and start selling them on November 5th. For about 15 bucks. Hmm. Uh, this is the third of the 20th anniversary versions of uh, Tamagotchi. The first was released in 2015. Um, and then another was released in 2016. So they're kind of milking the 20th anniversary. <laughs> well, somebody has to. <laughs> But yeah, I'm excited. I kind of really want it. Well, 
popular. Although, granted, the Tamagotchi app for your phone, which is like legit Tamagotchi app, um, I didn't last very long with playing that. <laughs> Why? Was it that you got bad? Got bored of it? Oh, it! I, I continuously killed this thing so many times. <sighs> Can't say I don't blame you, so. Okay, uh, let's see here. You don't say, Ari. Oh, about what I uh, posted yes. in the chat? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I looked at the second picture and I had to mute the microphone. I was laughing so hard. Yes, because I see... I think I think a lot of the popular Twitter accounts are getting on the whole, you know, snark comedy aspect thing, you know. Oh, I was talking about how Young Frankenstein had the subtitles for Lilo and Stitch. Mm. Well, Netflix has had a lot of um, historically comical things, like uh, Tinkerbell was um, was actually ra- rated as like an adult film at one point, and it was like. Like kind of like Estella got her groove backstory, but under Tinkerbell, and it was like Tinkerbell's a fairy, and she blah blah blah, and it was it was very hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten I've gotten horror movies under child like children's like cartoons. Um, in the was in it, the was one of them Grave of the menu. Fireflies? Uh, I feel like no, no, that wasn't actually. I can see that definitely being confused for for a child's film because it's anime. Unfortunately, America still views anime as kids cartoons in some places um no it was actually like horror films like scream and and stuff like that so um yeah it netflix it's their algorithms i don't know something in their algorithms that if you you glitch out the system you get some real interesting stuff Hmm. yeah well we all know the story of the babadook Mm. you mean the baba shook hmm you mean the baba shook Mm. Yeah, when a horror movie becomes an LGBT movie, you know they're going to jump on that shit and make fun of it. And they did, hilariously. Okay. Let's see. Oh, yeah, and I think we're actually done. We're actually doing good. So let's 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 keep going. Let, let's get let's get this this tra- this happy party train rolling. See what I did there? Herk, herk. Oh. I, I just hear, hear the, not happy party train, but the party train song in my head. And so it's stuck there now. Thanks, Ranma. Yeah, welcome. Okay, we got some strange news in, from Japan. Uh, the second article, I, I think we should save that for last. <laughs> yeah. But, um... I'll go ahead and take the first one, obviously. Of course you would. Yeah, because this is an interesting way of fortune telling. Japanese. Interesting. Yes. You you can't see the quotes, but I'm making them. I know, it's quite titillating. (sighs) Japanese fortune telling by breasts. Find out what your size lies in store for your future. 
So here's the thing. In Japan, fortune-telling paper strips called omikuji are often purchased at temples and shrines around the country. These uh, omikuji contain fortunes ranging from great curse up to great blessing. It includes details about what lies in stores for the aspect of your future, often written in austere or poetic prose. Think of it as the fortunes and fortune cookies without the lucky numbers. While omikuji remain a fun and entertaining part of any shrine or temple visit, now the lucky paper strips are serving as an inspiration for a more unusual type of fortune telling conjured up by the creative team over at Melon Books. Specializing in comics, merchandise, and doujin works by self-published creators, the products at Melon Books have one thing in common. Breasts. So they've now come up with Nyomikuji, a new gacha capsule toy product that combines their specialty with omikuji both in design and name seeing it as the kanji characters used for the words nyo and mean read woman and body nyomikuji literally translates to woman's body fortunes an alternate reading is niyumikuji which uses the kanji for new which can be read as milk or breast giving us breast fortunes like regular omikuji, each nyomikuji contains a fortune. Only those that range from flat chopping board breasts. Oh wow, Th that's oh, that's harsh. That's harsh. To enormous breasts. Divine messages from the gods include: your luck will increase if you buy dojins featuring bountiful breasts. Rather than size, you must buy dojins with supple breasts. Purchase goods with elegant breasts to your heart's content so you can become well-versed in the subject. That's a lot of self selfish, shameless plugging, isn't it? I mean, but it's not that far off from what some temples do. Um, if you go to some temples for fertility, um, they have little powder balls that are compressed, um, and you throw them into rope circles, and they're actually called the General's Mother's Breasts. Mm. Um, and if you get them inside the rope circles, obviously, it's like, good mm. luck, and, and, you know, prosperity, and all this other stuff. Um, but I, I can see how that's not really a stretch for a book company to, to do a, a breast fortune. True, true. Okay, so they have 18 different omikujis available, and each one has one of six different um, boobs, for, uh, breast size fortunes. These new capsule toys also come with an illustrated tin badge, a color illustration on the back with a busty character that corresponds to your fortune's proportions, and a handwritten note from the artist. If you're extra lucky, you'll find a note with the word win inside, which means you'll be able to receive a clear file, again, featuring an alluring character portrait. They're on sale from October 15th. Each gotcha retails for 400 yen, which is a little bit over $3.50. It means that they're cheap enough to purchase in multiple, so if you want to increase your fortune in all shapes and sizes from the collection, you can try your luck again and again. Oh my. So, uh, who's taking the next one, I guess? The second one we're saving for last, so... I'm the, uh, Pocky one, I mean. Oh, that, whoever wants to take it. I want to take the last one. Okay. 
Marco, do you want it or do you want me to take it? No, you can take it. <clears throat> okay. Japan's favorite chocolate pretzel snack is set to add some sweet sophistication to your next occasion to crack open a bottle of red. Pocky manages to occupy a pretty enviable spot in the pantheon of Japanese snack foods. Chocolate-covered sticks are sweetened up to be loved by kids, but also have an elegantly understated look and aren't super sugary, which means adults can also enjoy them while maintaining a level of sophistication. Unless you decide to cram three dozen of them in your mouth at once. Mm. Uh, many grown-ups enjoy pairing Pocky with alcoholic beverages, which is something maker Glyco capitalized on Lanthi was this with this adult Amber Pocky, which is designed to complement the favor of a glass of whiskey. Now they've got Pocky Goddess Ruby, meant to enjoy it with sipping on red wine. All the adult Amber-contained malt extract, malt extract Goddess Ruby is created to enhance your wine drinking experience without containing any wine ingredients ex- itself. <clears throat> the pretzel stick core is flavored with cheddar cheese, black pepper, and cloves, while the bitter chocolate is infused with three types of berry flavors. Make it for a collection of spicy, sweet, and bitter notes that reflect the complexity of high-quality red wines. Goddess Ruby goes on sale on October 24th, and while it's not being sold exclusively online, they say the easiest place to get hold of the red wine pocket would be Amazon Japan, where orders can be placed for about 998 yen, or about $9 and change, for a continuous six individually sealed pouches. The Adult Amber is also once again going on sale. Also for 998 yen, and between the two, we're kind of hoping that a Hangover Relief Pocky is next in line. Mm. <laughs> well, Sounds... I mean, they have sake-flavored Kit Kat bars, so they have everything-flavored Kit Kat bars. I want this is true. I want. I need to get some of them different flavored Kit Kat bars. I have to check Sunrise Mart and see if they have them. They're all good, especially the I cheesecake have the matcha one. right now. Mm. <gasps> Jealous! Yes, I am sent snacks when I purchase things from Japan from my friend. Oh, okay. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> well, I think we're all going to need a little chocolate with this next article. For those of you who fell in love with the with Japan's anime-loving penguin, Grape Kun, wait, 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 hold he... it. I need to stop the music because... Okay. Yeah. All right, go on. Um, he passed away at Tobu Zoo. The cardboard cutout he fell in love with has moved from the enclosure to be with the penguin as he passed away. In April this year, a Humboldt penguin called Grapekun stole our hearts when he appeared to develop feelings for a cardboard cutout out of an anthropomorphic penguin from a Japanese hit anime, Kimono Friends. The character, called Hululu, was placed in the penguin enclosure at Tabuzu in Saitama Prefecture as a part of a limited-time promotion for the anime, which saw other anthropomorphized characters from the series scattered throughout the areas of the zoo as well. While the other animals paid no attention to the cardboard cutouts in their midst, Grape-kun became so enamored by his 2D visitor that he couldn't tear his eyes away from her, and it wasn't long before photos began surfacing online, showing the penguin staring up at her for hours at a time, refusing to leave her side. At one stage, Grape-kun was so infatuated with Hululu that he forgot to feed, so he had to be isolated from her for a while until he resumed his normal feeding habits. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase 
stream. Given Grape Kun's intense attachment to the anime cutout, zookeepers decided to keep Hululu in the enclosure even after the promotion had ended. And since then, people around the country have been making the trip to Saitama to see Grape Kun. The penguin's popularity even inspired an exclusive drink made in his honor. On the 9th of October, the zoo announced it would be holding a special Autumn Grape Festival from the 11th to 25th of November, featuring the loved-up animal. Whether or not that festival will go ahead was thrown into doubt yesterday when the zoo sent out a message informing everyone that Grape Kun would not be appearing in his enclosure with, until further notice due to a change in the penguin's physical condition. Uh, the above tweet read, uh, Notice of Grape Kun's ceasing to be on display after observing a change in Grape Kun's physical condition. We are treating it as a matter of importance, so from today, Grape Kun will not be on display. Also, Hululu uh, has been moved together with Grape Kun. We apologize for the concern, but we request your understanding. As soon as news broke of the penguin's condition, messages began flooding in from Twitter, users sending well wishes, with everyone hoping that Hululu would be able to nurse Grape Kun back to health. However, given his advanced age, Grape Kun was 20 years old, and humble penguins usually have an average lifespan of about 20 years in captivity. People had grave concerns for his recovery. Get well soon, old man Grape. Sadly, everyone's worst fears were realized today when the zoo sent out a tweet this morning to announce that Grape Kun had passed away. Hmm. The above tweet read, the humble penguin Grape Kun passed away yesterday. Sincere thanks to everyone for supporting him until now. Thank you also to Hululu who watched over him until the very end. And thank you Grape Kun for all this time. Rest peacefully in heaven. Within minutes, fans from around the world sent thoughtful messages and fan art to the lovable penguin. Um, and there's tons of videos and pictures and all that. Um, so if you look it up on Facebook, I'm sure you'll be able to find some of that lovely fan art. And while the news of the penguin's passing has brought tears to the eyes of many across Japan and around the world, we can all take solace in the fact that this beloved, his beloved Hululu was with him until the very end. Given the high-profile nature of their relationship, it's highly likely that the zoo will hold some sort of memorial or event in honor of their memory. And while we wait to hear what happened to Hululu in the wake of her partner's passing, we send our condolences to her and Grape Kun's friends at Tobu Zoo. R.I.P. Grape Kun, you will be so sorely missed. I, I kind of wanted to play that that Sarah McLaughlin song in the background while you were talking. Oh, like no, the, please, the, in no, the no, 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 no. Oh, I, I kind of no, no, fuck you, no. don't do that. You make everybody cry, Ranma. I'm too lazy to go looking on YouTube to pull it up because I probably put Sarah <laughs> Angels. I probably wouldn't even get the right fucking one until after the fact. No, it's uh, yeah, and it's sad. I think it's. I mean, I thought it was a very cute story. Um, but he was older, and humble mm -hmm. penguins and inherently are are one of the animals that mate for life. So when he grew enamored with the cardboard figure, like they were saying in the article, he wouldn't leave her side. He'd forget to eat. Like he was so in love with her, and it was so cute, but it was so bad for him. Um, but I always thought it was a really sweet little story. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, you know, RIP Grape Kun. Yeah, but have you seen like, the, have, have you ever seen the outpouring for, you know, for Grape Kun, like the fan art, like the doujins and stuff? I thought, yeah, no, I some was, of that stuff is high quality. You're yeah, like, damn, amazing. when did you get a time to CG this before like that happened? 
I just thought that was precious. Yeah, I'm almost positive that the zoo is going to keep the cardboard cutout and add a picture of him to it. That's good. All right. Well, if I've already stopped the music and we're at this point, well, shall we go ahead and play the last tracks and wrap up tonight's show? Yeah. I hope it's a happy song. Oh, it is. It is. Um, it's Sakura Gakun, or Gakun, however you want to pronounce it. They're the precursor to baby metal. Yes. And I, I'll probably, maybe I'll get in a little bit more detail into that afterwards. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back.
Despite the little, you know, fuck-ups with Winamp and me not realizing what had happened, we did pretty good for tonight. What do y'all say? Yeah, not bad. We caught up. Meh. You always meh. Meh. Okay, so... If you like the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. We're always looking forward to hearing from you and what you think of the show. Because we want to know what's up. We are here to believe you. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. Uh, check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post our convention video, links to our convention videos, convention photos, convention reviews, cosplay tutorials, anime reviews, editorials, all that cool stuff. And also our podcast. You can definitely find all of that and probably more stuff at AnimeJamSession.com. And you can always find our podcast, not just on our website, but also on these sites such as Podcasts Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and the VOD Network Forum. We post every week. Hi, how are you? Uh, don't forget to check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash AnimeJamSessionTV, where we post all of our convention videos. So definitely swing by and check them out. I think you'll like them. Our Twitter, twitter.com slash anime jam session. Follow us there for updates on when we're going live with the show, when episodes are coming out, when we're posting stuff to our site, to our, tw- to our Facebook, and other cool stuff you might want to be in the know for. And there's Facebook, facebook.com slash anime jam session. I just want to say to everybody who follows us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and all the other cool sites, thank you so much for your love and support. We could not have done this without y'all. As long as you continue to like our social pages, we'll bring you more content. But don't forget to check out some of the other cool geek shows on Vogue Network. There's the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, The Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Dollars Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, Ranger Pride, Game Buoy, and Hooked on Bond. Yeah. Now we're going around the room. Last words, Mako-chan. I'm sleepy, but tomorrow I get free lunch. Ooh. That was me today. Um, mm-hmm. Ari, last words. It's starting to get cold, and I don't like it. Also, I'm tired. Well, it's going to shoot up to 60 to 70 uh, by the end of the week. Um, Ichigo. Well, I'm going to go back to sewing, and then tomorrow I get to go work at the Halloween store and see all the plebs that are getting their Halloween costumes together. It's going to be super fun. 
We've got cool. animatronics that scare them, and it makes me laugh all day. <laughs> My last words. Soda in the fridge. Wings on the, on the kitchen. NCIS on the TV. That's going to happen right after this. So that's it. End of list. Uh, we'll be back here next week with a brand new episode. And as things were going, uh, we will be here every week up and until December 19th. Uh, that's when we'll have do our Drunken Christmas special. We'll be gone for about two, three weeks. Um, I was thinking about taking off for Halloween, but we'll be here. So, yeah, that's it. We're going to get out of here. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigo Gami. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Sayonara. Say good night, Ichigo. Good night, Ichigo. Perfect. We're out of here. Good night, y'all. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!